Welcome to The Anchor. Please join us for the next 15 minutes as people from our region share their stories of hope and overcoming life's difficulties. If I told you my story, you would hear hope. They wouldn't let go. Thank you for being with us today on The Anchor. I'm Rhonda Hardy. And today we have a special message to bring hope for miracles. It's our desire that this message will encourage you to believe God for the miracles that you might need in your life. And what better time than the Christmas season, which represents the greatest miracle of all. And today we have with us a very special couple, Mark and Jen Wesner, and they are from Moscow, Indiana. And uh, Mark and Jen, they pastor the Moscow Christian Church, and they have pastored here for four years. They have been married for 30 years, and we just welcome you today. Thank you. It's uh, it's great to to have have you here. Well, we just want to start by talking a little bit about how your marriage started and like your first year of marriage. And so could you just talk to us about that? Well... I fell in love with a, a girl from Ohio, <laughs> uh, and um, so we we were married in in 1986. And uh, yeah, it seems hard to to believe it's been 30 years ago. And uh, so, like uh, every young couple, we thought, well, we're going to enjoy being together for a couple of years, and then uh, we'll probably start having children. And so that was basically our attitude and uh, thought at that time. So within the first year, though, some circumstances arose that were kind of unexpected in your life. And could you talk to us a little bit about that? Well, we decided we would wait a year. I kind of pushed for that. (laughs) Uh, And so we just thought um, we'll get pregnant right away, and we didn't. And so we saw a specialist um, at the advice of my regular OBGYN, and um, that set us on a path of about three and a half years of a lot of stuff (laughs) before we were able to, um, you know, just expect a child. I I would assume most couples don't expect that. You know, they they assume that, well, we're we're just going to, you know, have a baby and yet that wasn't happening for us. Wow. So what was the journey that you then went on as far as your, uh, the medical procedures? And, you know, you said it took three years, so I'm sure it was a toll on both of you. And tell us a little bit about that as far as maybe stress that was involved or, you know, what all went on as far as that. Well, you know, you, you put yourself through this. Uh, it's a lot of climbing on tables, getting shots, taking pills, having ultrasounds, um, talking to the doctor almost daily sometimes. Um, so I think that you, uh, you do this to yourself, and you have to remember that this is your, you're causing this. You're putting yourself in the line of fire because what you're doing is you start the month with, Uh, usually medication of some sort you know drugs or like pills or shots or something and then you do ultrasounds and then you do the procedure whatever it is and then you wait 
and the waiting is hard and then you either have to call them or they call you and every time they say no I'm sorry it's negative for a woman I mean having children is imprinted into our DNA so every time you hear that it's kind of like hearing you're a failure so you're a failure and you're a failure and month after month after month you do this and it just starts to take this really emotional toll on you because you start feeling you know when you feel like a failure you feel worthless and so you know and then there's the, <laughs> the stress of the drugs which make you crazy sometimes it was funny he would always um, start an argument and I'd go why are you doing this you know that I'm already crazy right now <laughs> he'd go I forgot so yeah it it's hard. I mean, that emotional toll, I mean, it can wear you down over a long period of time. Of course, the, the Old Testament uh, story of, of Hannah and, and Samuel, um, it's, uh, it's tough when you've, you have other people in your life who, other couples that are having children, and you're not. And it's like, God, why, why not us? So, Mark, in this time that she was going through this, this emotional turmoil, up and down, kind of a roller coaster kind of thing, which a woman can totally understand this, you know, what was your part in this? How, what, how did that play out for you? How were you there to help and support her? Well, I tried to be, you know, as yeah. best I could. Uh, it's tough, though, mm -hmm. uh, to be in that kind of a situation. You, you, you Are just clueless. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he was clueless. Yeah, I was I was pretty clueless and and but my my heart broke for her, you know, because hers was broken. And just, you know, can to be in God's waiting room is hard mm -hmm. uh, at times. Uh to wait on him uh to move and yet during the waiting he teaches us. Mm -hmm. He grows us. It's not easy. But it's good, ultimately. And I think you began to step up after a little while. I mean, you know, I was having to take my temperature every day. And so we talked about this, about how I was doing all the work. Because, well, I kind of was, but all the work was being done through me. But um, so he said, okay, well, let me have the, this is such a small thing, but let me have the thermometer and I'll write down what needs to be written down. So we started with that. And then as things got tougher and tougher and tougher, and I would have to call the doctor's office and hear that, uh, that news of, no, I'm sorry. I said, can you call? And then just don't tell me. Just don't tell me, and that way I don't have to hear that. And, and he did. You stepped up. Mm -hmm. And another thing that, that I did that I never imagined that I would be doing was administering uh, <laughs> an injection. Mm -hmm. uh, the, uh, it's a pretty hard-hitting fertility drug called um, Perganol, and so that was by injection. So I was the one that administered the shots. I never thought I'd be, you know, doing that for yeah, sure. I handed him an orange or a grapefruit or something one day at the doctor's office and said, okay, here, you can practice. And I'm looking on with horror thinking, you're gonna, you're expecting him to do this? You don't, oh he doesn't know what he's doing, so... <laughs> Yeah, he practiced, and oh. then yeah. Was, so this was yeah. a lot. This was a lot for a newly married couple. Oh yeah, to have to go through. But it it sounds like that the that God brought you closer together, 
instead in new ways maybe instead of farther apart and you ca- you became as one because you were there to be her support you know and um to me it, it you know just the whole thing of hope deferred makes the heart sick but if somebody can come alongside us and help support us it keeps at least the hope there you know through the whole thing yeah we've part of a, a community of believers uh, our church and at the time i was uh, ministering with single adults at a large church in indianapolis and in that group of of young men and women just encouraged us and supported us and prayed for us uh, so much uh, and uh, so that yeah that was that meant so much as well too yeah. that's so powerful and so you were praying all along you were trusting God all along and this was the journey that he was taking you and then you came to a point what was your next step then well it seemed like you know nothing was happening and uh, we were praying and, and so forth. And then one day it just occurred to me, well, why don't I take God's word as exactly that? And I was reading James chapter 5, the passage that talks about if, if any of you, as James writes, are sick, call for the elders, ask them to come and pray for you, anoint you. And uh, so we did that very thing. And uh, so uh, some of the elders from our church came to our home, and they did that for us. And they laid their hands on us and and prayed for us. And so then... Well, as a a precursor to that, um, I... Because of the medical implications and the side effects um, with the drug that I was on, I would have to like do the procedure one month and then wait and do a month on month off month on month off and we got to the third time and did the procedure and of course it was you know didn't work and oddly I was able to do it again there wasn't that I didn't have to wait a month and so the elders came kind of at the end of that previous month and um uh you know, pray for us. And then at the next possible procedure, the next month I did, I got pregnant. It was amazing. Wow, that is amazing. So how did you get the news then? Well, uh, I had come home from, from being at the office and Jen was there and she had been shopping, I believe, and gave me a small bag with a pair of pants in the bag. Uh, and she said, here, why don't you try these on? So I said, okay. So, you know, I'm, I'm starting to uh, unwrap the pants and put them on, and, and the phone rang. And like she said, she doesn't normally really enjoy talking on the phone. I'm not even sure why she answered it, but she did, uh, because I was involved with the pants, of course. And, and so she picked up the, the phone, and she immediately said, why are you calling me? And then... There was this joyous scream that she let out, and here I am in the middle of the living room with these new pants around my ankles, and I, I hop over to her with the, the pants still there and grabbed her, and we were jumping up and down and holding each other and because that was the news, that God had done a miracle in yes. our lives. And then they called me back the next week, and they said, 
we need you to come in and have another ultrasound done because you're really pregnant. <laughs> I thought, you can be really pregnant. <laughs> yeah, so we went in for the ultrasound, and, and of course the text said, and there's the heartbeat, and we're all excited. And then she said, and there's another heartbeat. <laughs> and so we're Ooh. going, really? <laughs> Wow, twins. Yeah. And then, then she said, well, let's keep looking. And I said, no, no, that's fine. <laughs> Just two, two is good. Thank oh, you. Oh, wow. Let's... When God does a miracle, he does a miracle. He does yeah, a double he really whammy, does. doesn't he? He really does. <laughs> that's yeah. so amazing. So as we're wrapping this up, just share with us a little bit about the births also of the babies and and Well, they were due in March. Right. They were mm-hmm. due in March. And... In mid-January, I went into the doctor's office, and they said, we need you to come back, pack your bag, and come back, and we're going to put you in the hospital. And, of course, I cried all the way home, thinking, Mm -hmm. you know, God, why doesn't my body want to work? What is going on? So I went in, and over the course of a day, I went from thinking that I was going to go home and then go into labor to we're taking them tomorrow. So we had had them. They were... um, they were born by C-section, and then they were eight weeks early, so they were NICU babies, you know. But the amazing thing about that was that they didn't need anything extra. Like, there were no breathing problems. There were no vision problems. There were no brain problems, nothing. All they needed to do was grow. So they were growers, and that was yet another miracle that he did. Yes, the the eldest by one minute, which she's really proud of, McKenna was only three pounds, 15 ounces, and her uh, fraternal twin sister, Emma, was just two pounds, 15 ounces. And so that's the other miracle in, in with their births. And beyond that, I was so sick. They were afraid I was going to have a stroke, so they kept me in the hospital for nine days. So all of us, you know, God took care of all of us. And I think that sometimes that, you know, you go through these things and the miracle is even more amazing because of how uh, bad it is or how bad it could have been, mm-hmm. you know? Mm. How powerful. And this program, we, we know you have been encouraged by hearing this message about a miracle. And, you know, a story that somebody tells is just a testimony. And a testimony means to do again. And our prayer for you, the listeners, is that you would grab a hold of this word and this message about miracles. Because if he did it for them, he's no respecter of persons, and he'll do it for you. In whatever situation you're in, if you're believing for children, if you're believing for a healing, if you're believing for a job, if you're believing for a restoration of a relationship, God wants to meet that need. He wants to give you that miracle. Don't ever lose your wonder in our awesome God because there is nothing too difficult for him. And right now, we just want Pastor Mark to finish with prayer because we know that sometimes in this time, of the year that there's loneliness going on there's depression you've lost a loved one maybe during this year and and you're going through a turmoil or something but God sees and God knows and God wants to help you so right now Pastor Mark would you please pray for our listeners yes and before I pray Rhonda uh, just a PS to our story mm-hmm. God blessed us with three more <laughs> girls Thanks, so we we are the parents of five beautiful girls, yes. and uh, so God, 
God did a whole series of miracles in our life. All right, well, let's, let's pray. Father God, thank you so much for the fact that you are the God who can do the impossible. That during those times when, when we want, we hope, we pray, that you hear us, that you are, you are there for us, that you carry us in, in your great loving hands, and you want to bless us. And Father, there are those times when you just reveal yourself in such powerful ways. And so, Lord, we're grateful for the fact that you care for us and that uh, this time of the year when we remember the miracle of your son's arrival upon this earth, Mm -hmm. that we thank you for him. And Lord, I do pray for every listener that is uh, hearing our voices today who may be in your waiting room, that you would give them hope, that you would come along beside them, that you would encourage their heart, and that you would do that miracle in their lives as well, whatever that may be. And we thank you, Father, for the miracle of salvation Mm -hmm. through that baby who grew, who took our place on that cross and gave his life so that we might live forever with you. And so we love you, Father, and we thank you in Jesus' name.
going through. As we sing this, just declare it over your life. Lift your hands, lift your voice. I believe.